JJ McCall dropped the mic. This one on Mitch. We're dropping the mic on Mitch. Yes. And uh, McCallus. Producer Butters filling in. McCall had some kind of chicken emergency. Uh, chicken's <laughs> dead. Chicken's flapping its wings. Nothing but feathers. Who knows? She's very Been concerned there. about her chickens. Farm issues. <laughs> but I didn't, I didn't know McCall had chickens. She's got all kinds of animals. I knew she had dogs. She always talks about her doggos. And goats. Yep. She has goats? Yep. Yep. Ugh. Chickens. And chickens, and I think that's it. I think I knew about the chickens because when she moved, she put the chickens in the back, and it was like really cold. She was afraid they were gonna freeze to death. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, it was kind of funny. <laughs> the bridge said clearance to the. To, how's it go? <laughs> the bridge said. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna try this again. The bridge said clearance to the twelve foot line, but the chickens they were stacked to thirteen nine. <laughs> we scraped those chickens. Off faster than like I don't remember how it goes. It's an old CW McCall song, and it's funny. <laughs> I do not know what we're talking. He's about, talking Mitch. about the, the chickens. They're hauling chickens on a flatbed out of Wiggins. These chickens are stacked up so high, and the bridge said clearance to the twelve foot line. They're driving under it, but the chickens were stacked up to thirteen nine. So the, the whole top row of chickens gets taken out. Say, anyway. At least one chicken, one row of chickens didn't make it. Yeah. <laughs> so we okay. haven't even started this thing, and I have taken it way far away from where we're supposed to hey, be. It's all about you dropping the mic. <laughs> well, it it is. I mean, normally McCall is in. Producer Butters is filling in in her place to help out because the podcast dropping the mic on Mitch means that we wanted to know and get your perspective because I think a lot of people always are curious that listen to us. Are we the same people you know outside the studio? Are we really like this? We hear all the time. You don't look how you sound. So we wanted your perspective on what it was like to go from uh, being co-workers with us, hanging out with us, to then working with us because you were on all but today. Everybody missed you this morning, Mitch, but you know, oh, back yeah. in doing some VFX stuff anyway. Um, yeah. No, it was, it was a really fun week. I, you know, everybody has to give you two credit because you two sound chipper on the radio. You sound awake. And <laughs> when I get on here, like... When I came on here, I had to be in here by 6 a.m. That's when the show starts. And it is hard to sound all lively and awake and chipper that early in the morning. But but you two do it. So, um, yeah, kudos. But uh, to answer your question, yes, uh, McCall and AJ are very similar in person as they are as what you hear on air. Um, oh, they, definitely. They, they argue. The only thing, <laughs> the, the only difference is, is that... Sometimes they say words off air that they don't say on air, and that's As probably I was say, it's it. a little more unfiltered. <laughs> yeah, that's off air. <laughs> that's probably it. But uh, yeah, no. Um, as long as if 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 you guys went and hung out with McCall and AJ, it's you're getting what you expected. Oh, we never yeah. want to do the off air words on air. The off air no. words can stay off air. So let's let's yeah. make sure that always sticks. <laughs> that's that's the new goal. We're gonna practice that. Did I just throw you guys under the bus? Nah. You fine with that? Nah. Okay. I think it's normal for. For radio peeps. So, <laughs> yeah, I think so. What was it like, Mitch? Because you're not unfamiliar with being on air. So what was it like to go from kind of a... Because your program, too, isn't isn't necessarily a short one. It's, it's, our, it's our morning show is, a, is mostly talk-based morning show. But you... So yours, you're not necessarily out of your water, out of your realm of, uh, of what's normal for you going from you know doing full court press to our show no i i have a few years experience doing full court press l less than two years um but that is a sports talk show and it's the, the morning shows in a, a four hours long right yes, yes that show is one hour each day the difference is i probably talk more in one hour than i do in four hours on this but um 
I wouldn't say I, I'm I'm more serious on the sports talk show, but but it is more. You know, you're you're a lot of it is is giving information, um, really analyzing a lot of what's going on in the sports world. Uh, you have a lot more leeway to be a little more goofy on the VFX morning show. You know, you have a lot more leeway to to get loud, uh, to maybe. Um, clown around a little bit and so it was a nice change of pace i i did enjoy um being able to uh, be a little bit more myself um maybe not more of myself but 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 show that side of me um on vfx because i i have a little more freedom to do what i like what i can't um on full court press on kvnu yeah it's a different animal totally yeah. different animal. yes yes that's an old horse. This is a young snapping turtle. <laughs> I I just pulled two. two. I heard the we weirdest like old horse. No, I heard the weirdest quote from this old man the other day. And I was half asleep. Okay? I'm like sleeping in this chair and this old man's talking to this other old man. And I'm waking up and the first thing I hear, and I don't know the context of this conversation, but he said, oh, he, he has the accent too. He's got the old cowboy accent. Well, any old horse can fart around in the morning. No, he said, any old horse can fart around in the in the evening, but it takes a good old horse to fart it in the morning. And I said, what? What? I, I, I just, so I tried to eavesdrop a little bit more to figure out what they were talking about, and I still, I, I couldn't get any more context. But just so you guys know, any old horse can fart around at night, but it takes <laughs> a good old horse to fart in the morning. Fair enough. Uh, what was it like for you to go, obviously mornings is a big adjustment, but it's not like your show isn't unplanned. So to get a little bit of the scope, I think of how McCall and I do things, cause you, it's probably easier for you to do the sports one just because it's something you follow very closely because it's a personal interest, but also your career interest as well. But to go from that to kind of getting involved with ours where, Talking uh, about Kanye West. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, because sports is kind of, uh, your show is a little bit reactive because you kind of pace it based on what's coming up as opposed to ours is sh- sort of more proactive. I mean, it's reactive to stuff in our lives that we kind of build the show around, okay, wh- what's it, something interesting we came across? Okay, that's we like that. We have stories to kind of fill in the hour and build from there. Whereas I think the, the sports show, because I love sports too, and I've been on Full Court Press with you, you kind of, Okay, what happened? This happened to Jazz loss. Okay, and then we Let's get into look at you know why. I mean? Yeah. So, what was the question? So, what's <laughs> it like going from from that being a I, I, reactive might not be the right word, but reactive for the full court press to kind of being proactive and planning and I, laying out the show six to ten because you're kind of involved with this on the planning. Yeah. On. Yeah. Well, um, you know, I <laughs> I don't know how to answer that. Uh, it, it it was kind of cool to, to to see how you do structure this show. You know, you you got your your six o'clock hour, seven o'clock hour, eight o'clock hour, and, and each hour kind of has a different theme, and um, <sighs> you know it's just different because because I, you're you're planning for a sports show on KVNU. Okay, yeah, we're gonna talk. We're gonna give our reactions to the Jazz game, and then we're going to have you know the Aggie basketball coach in on the second half. On the second half, you know, and, and but but this is more. Um, I don't know. It, it, it's a lot more collar involved. And I think there's a lot more. There, there's a lot more places the VFX sh- show can go. I mean, just a lot more um, banter. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's a good way to put it. Thanks, thanks for bailing me out here. That's why producer <laughs> Butters. Butters could see me over here just struggling. He's Man, like, I don't know what I'm talking about. How did he get on the radio? Well, He's not articulate. A fair point. What was it like? Because in is in it's one of the reasons McCall and I. I've really enjoyed doing the three-person morning show. So yours, yours is a two-man show, full-court press. So what was it like going from 
to court where you you have to do your part to carry the conversation because it's not like you can kind of let it lull <laughs> to three part where you have the ability to kind of sit out and pick and choose your moments because we that's one of the things we loved about doing the show is we could both find those spots too where we could pick and choose moments to have a comment a zinger yeah that that, that that was more fun that that was fun um, because you know you and McCall would get in some argument and I can just kind of jump in insert my opinion and. Uh, <laughs> Let either you or McCall give me some dirty look or something, and it uh, it, it, it is a completely different. Um, it's probably more serious on your other your other program, and this one you can kind of be relaxed and and do your yeah. do your own thing, like kind of be you. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, th- there are those moments because part of me, a big part of me, is I I love sports, you know. So I mean, a, a lot of that in on the other show is is still me. It's just a different side of me, and I wouldn't say yeah, it's a little more serious, but at the same time. It has its its moments too, but okay. I agree with that. What do you think, producer Brothers? Any questions? You've been in studios with both McCall and I during the morning show, separate and together. <laughs> uh, I guess it. I think you've already answered the question, but uh, I guess adjusting to waking up early. <laughs> do you think? Do you think that that would be something that uh, you could get used to? If yes, um, <laughs> it oh. Uh, Here's the thing. I, I could. I, I definitely could get used to it. Um, not if I, you know, but I, I've been working 12 hours day, uh, twelve hour days this week, you know, starting at 6 a.m. My other show doesn't end until 7 p.m. I had a few breaks in between. I couldn't keep up that schedule, but if I, I could adjust to waking up early, yeah. Okay. Um, I had a... <laughs> hardest part about is I was always starving by... By the by, lunchtime because yep. I skip breakfast because I wake up so early to do this show with you guys and then... <laughs> So yeah, one it's morning, different, huh? I, yeah, one, it was like Wednesday <laughs> or Thursday. I'm like, forget it. I am not showering. I'm just gonna throw on whatever clothes I have. I'm gonna go hit up the breakfast burrito place, and then they are taking forever in that drive-through. I'm like, I'm on air in four minutes, and I haven't got my food yet. So I <laughs> speed down here, and, and uh, that was uh, that. And then and then, so I'm doing that, and I'm in this truck I have, and I have. <laughs> My soda in between truck. my legs, and it, it it didn't spill, but it was dripping right <laughs> on the on that spot the whole way down. And then I walk into the studio, and everyone it looked like I had you know wet myself. And uh, of course, AJ goes on Facebook Live and throws that out there, and he. I, I, I was no, I was cowering record, behind the desk. I I didn't let that show. But. You couldn't see it, and then you just drew attention to it yourself. <laughs> well, I was worried everyone already saw. No, it. You couldn't see it. So, anyways, did you ever think? Because sports, obviously, he's been a passenger for a long time. Did you ever think? I guess I call it entertainment radio, music central radio. I guess is something you ever thought that you would want to do. Music radio. Yeah. I just entertainment radio. What do you would call it? Because I think caving you a little bit different because it's talk radio all the time. So ours is more music based. Our morning show is just more talk heavy. Yeah, I never expected myself to even get into radio in the first place. I went to school to to be a reporter, and my dream was to be a sports reporter. And and the Cash Valley Media Group has given me that opportunity. I I get to cover the Aggies tonight. I'm going to go cover the Jazz playoff game. And I was just going to write. You know, I was going to write. And obviously, working for a media group, there's a lot of different types of media. Um, one of those is not just the written internet stuff. One of those is the radio. And I slowly started moving. Um, over to yeah, sports radio and uh, doing that show, and um, it's kind of got me really interested in in all things radio. Yeah, so um, I never gave entertainment radio a thought either, just like I never gave sports radio much of a thought. But after doing it a week, I'm like, yeah, you guys have fun. This would be a fun job. You guys have a really cool 
um, thing you get to come into and, and do every day. Yeah, it is true. McCall, I often say that we have the best job. My follow-up question for that would be, if you got to do entertainment radio, do you think you could handle, because as McCall and I found, being very personal on air is something that has been the key in, I think, our show success, and it's something that <laughs> consultants and, and other radio people we talk to are, are uh, very forward about being honest, and, and that is being genuine is, is key to being successful. And obviously, we, we put you in maybe a few tough spots this week with the, the dog bit and and McCall talking about how you're single and all that or stuff. Do you think rap. that's something that you could yeah, lean into? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm not too shy of a person. Man, you know what's weird is, man, you you tag me in something on Facebook. I'm like, my 400 closest friends are gonna see that, you know. Um, but but then I can get on air with who knows how many thousands of listeners at any given moment. And I'm telling some of my most embarrassing stories. So it's weird. Yeah, I could. If you can't see the person, if you don't know who's listening, it makes it a little bit easier. Even though, like, even this week, I did have people texting me and saying, oh, you know, I I heard you on air this week. You know, you can't, like, when I told the Snow College story, Uh right, Um, about how I... My buddies, we were all going to go sleep on the 50-yard line, and I wake up at 5 in the morning, and everyone's gone, and I'm laying there by myself. Uh, like, so I told that story and I get, you know, all these people, not all these people, a couple of people texting me about it. And I'm like, whoa, you know, people, people I know actually are, are listening and, and, and they are recognizing it's it. It's surprising it, too. Like when well, you, I think that would be, they're like, Hey, I heard you the other day. And yeah, like, especially for, oh. for you and McCall being <laughs> from here. I know it's the same thing from McCall. She's originally from, I think, Tremont. Uh-huh. But coming here and then getting back on the air and all of a sudden these people come out of the woodwork shit and talk to her for a while. Oh my gosh, are you on VFX? I listen to you. So for you being from here, I think it would be something that would probably be yeah, more well, of a, a decision to make on how personal you want to get. Yeah, and you know what? I'm from Utah, but my hometown is out of the reach of these airwaves. Um, but I do have family in Salt Lake. You know, I do have family up here, and I've lived in Logan for seven years now. So I, I do know a lot of people that that we'll get to hear. Like you guys wanted me to tell that embarrassing story. That we never actually got around to telling, and I'm kind of glad. Maybe maybe that's for another day. <laughs> oh, that about, breakup story's coming. Uh, it, no, oh, it's not, coming. not a breakup story. This was just a flat out rejection. I ask a girl, oh, she says me, no. Oh, yeah, the rejection and, is coming. And uh, <laughs> at some point, and, we I, and when McCall was show. so we were off air, and McCall's like, "You got to tell that story." And I'm thinking, no, that girl still lives in town. That would be humiliating. If you have to say girl, name. Oh, it's oh, some, at but some it's point specific that enough that, that, that she and her friends would all probably know, oh my gosh, Mitch is talking about that again. Yeah, <laughs> except Mitch is now a big shot on VFX's morning show. Yeah, That's where right. are you at? Just uh, much more successful somewhere else, huh? Yeah. <laughs> How do you think you'd handle that? It's always an interesting thing. McCall and I have been very honest about that, especially for me, because I've done radio in two other cities, that I've had some success, but I haven't really had a show click to the point where like people are really invested in what we do on air, and people come up, t- come up to me and either say, "Hey, I- you don't know me, but I listen to you all the time," or there's people that message the Facebook page and say, "Hey, I saw you, but I was too nervous to come talk to you." How would you handle that? Because I'm sure you get a- you gotta have uh, a little bit of it. At least there's people that recognize I- you since you cover kind of the same beats all the time with USU and stuff. Yeah, I've had people recognize, and, and I've, it's weird, because I've had people, like, come up to me and be like, oh, yeah, you're that Mitch guy that covers the Aggies, you know, that's, that's not very often, but uh, I've never had anyone, you know, 
I'm not AJ Knight level. People aren't asking for my autographs and pictures with me. <laughs> I'm only given like two Mitch. ever. <laughs> Can I get you've given autographs though? We were, they were kids who just love our show. <laughs> yeah, I need your autograph. Yeah, I I will gladly give that. <laughs> I don't to have you. my signature right. down yet. That's how few I've given. I will sign that. I will sign those. Uh, so for our Christmas party, we did here at the studio. We <laughs> oh, did white elephant. Funny gifts. story about that. And uh, I will sign so. Um, I, I took some glamour shots of myself, and Butters over there was the lucky one to get that white elephant <laughs> gift. I will sign that picture of my glamour shots for you. You know what? I still think that's in the folder up on my desk. Yeah. Oh, you're supposed to hang that up in here. Oh, was I? I yeah, don't know. Yeah, go in Why oh, not? You right. do what you want. Mitch is part of the team now. We'll hang it up. <laughs> Producer Butters, you're the one in charge. What do you think? You got to listen to our show from more of an outside perspective. You weren't super hands-on with Mitch this week with his tryout week. I I think it was great. I mean... Um, there was no, I don't know, the, like, sometimes there's this, like, silence, like, you're both not saying something, but with, with Mitch being involved, it's, it was like an ongoing conversation, and it never kind of stopped, but it was also funny at the same time, because, you know, sometimes, uh, well, most of the time, Mitch has some, some one-liner in there that is just funny, and you're just laughing, and then, you know... AJ will throw something in, and McCall will throw something. I don't know. It just—it was great all week. Now, what do you say when I'm not here, Butters? <laughs> <laughs> that Mitch guy—he sucks. <laughs> 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 no, nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> was it ever something you thought like? And we're gonna get deep now. So you—you you came out of college to be a reporter, and then you never thought you were gonna be in radio. So after—I know—and it's only a week, but after a week's taste, it's something you could see a future in doing. Some like your own radio show. Oh. I know it's a hard perspective because well, I, I, I do co-host my own radio show. You know. Okay. I am the. Uh, okay. Hap- okay. I'm not the like <laughs> the hot. I mean, that's Eric. Eric's the guy on let it. Me, I'm just let me let me change the question. Then, do you ever see yourself in a future for yourself where you're hosting your own show, whether it is <laughs> sports or entertainment? Where, where I'm hosting my own show to to give you the lingo, so you're co-host on KVNU, <laughs> which I'm not. It's not. It's not. It's not a knock. McCall's co-host of VFX, and she's very intricate and very important to what we do. But it's a. I don't know. Producer Butters back me up. I'm not trying to pat myself on the back. It's a different animal when you're Mike One. Yeah. Uh, um, Mike One's responsibility yeah, is to make sure know. we all don't sound like morons and we get in and out of in and out of breaks each time. Which I think you do a very good job at. Thank you. That is actually hard. When I when Eric's gone and I'm running the full court right, press you show, do have, so you do have. There some are so with many one. things that you don't realize that, that are difficult with radio: getting in and out of breaks, handling callers. You know, it's it's difficult, and there are a lot of things that I have yet to learn in radio. You know, I have never taken a class with it. I will lent me a textbook for me to read, and I nah. Radio is one of those things. You, just throw you just got to do it. That's how you're gonna <laughs> learn it. Just, just do it. Just do it. Yeah, Nike it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to answer that question, though. I, you know, I I have a lot of different ideas with what I want to do. Um, sometimes when I think about the future, I I I don't want to think about the future. <laughs> I, I might be that, you know, guy living in a cardboard hut somewhere. <laughs> um, I I'll go to some island and sit by the sea and repair fishing nets for a living. I don't know. Chesapeake <laughs> Redemption is a great movie, by the way. Yes. Yes. Uh, that's not what I was thinking of, but that's, oh, that's a good what idea. Going with. No, it's just uh, for, well, for the record, and I, and I hope that you don't or nobody out there takes it because some people are just successful in what they do. You're really, for just four days of shows, a week's worth of show, you're a really good Mike 3. Well, thank you. So, 
I I'm just curious if, and as I said, you got to do four days of a show of an of a entertainment radio show. I guess I'll call it. Not that your show isn't entertaining. I guess I just sports radio and, and music based radio are different. I, we me. all know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> hey, You've I'm crawled happy. out of those those sports show slums, and now I'm you are. Ha- with- no, I'm happy to be on your show whenever you want me to be on. I, your no, show. I like when you're on my show too. So uh, I can almost see it now. Here's a good question. While well, I put you in an awkward <laughs> position of trying to describe, that's where I'll be in it. a few hours. How was it to go from and to go? Because Eric, obviously, you said you've been doing full court press for what, almost two years. Yeah, yeah. This is we're about to wrap up our second season. Second of it. Year, we don't so we don't do it during the summer. Right, because, right. Yeah. And so obviously, the, as you mentioned, there's some absences sometimes where you're not there, sometimes where he's not there. So, but for the most part, you you've worked with uh, your Mike Juan for almost two full years. So how is it go- to go from that to coming into McCall and I's situation where you're Mike 3, but to go working on radio with us as opposed to, you know, just hanging out with us? Uh, you, you know, because working with if, – if you're Mike 1, you really got to know your stuff. You got to know what you're doing. You got to know your listeners. You got to know your you know your, your audience, your the, the music you're playing, everything. Um, I, I listen to Top 40. I listen to just about all types of music. Top 40 normally isn't my first go-to, right. although I love it. So – I don't know that part. I don't know. I'm not an expert in what the Kardashians are doing, like what McCall is. I I can't handle, you know, I I could handle that. I could handle First Mike a little bit better on a sports show because I, that's that's what I invest a lot of my time into. Um, If I was, so I think Third Mike here was perfect. I could give my little thoughts. I could say, you know, uh, yeah, I don't know who, what was the question I asked? I asked who, who the Kardashians' dad was, or something? Yeah, yeah. And, you, and McCall's like, "Oh, yeah, you know who that is, <laughs> Caitlyn. That's Bruce now, Caitlyn." Like, oh yeah. <laughs> did yeah. you ever feel? Did you ever feel overwhelmed stepping into uh, not so the, the music genre <laughs> you were unfamiliar with, which is always good. The uh, there was one time I felt overwhelmed, and I don't even know. I'm, I don't even know how you're going to finish your question. So. Go ahead. But the only time I was feeling overwhelmed was that debate date on ketchup on tacos, and it, I felt like that argument spiraled out of control. And I was a little bit—I had a little bit of a headache that morning. <laughs> that, um, that's pretty normal for it, it AJ and McCall. That. Yeah, uh, I'm sure it is. I don't and, know if you remember producer brothers when we did the straw one. Yes, I do. So we did one. <laughs> is it the two holes or one? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So if you listen to that show, we had so many phone calls with so many people trying to explain their answers so many different ways, like. We the debate at eight. It's normally so our shows are usually laid out by hours. So once we're done with the hour, we kind of move on to the next topic. That one was so popular, we we ran it to basically about nine thirty or so. And McCall and I, like when we finally were done with the show, just like collapsed because we were just so exhausted from the whole thing. Like we were talking about on air, we're like like oh here's so and so, here's their take. <laughs> like we're so burnt out on this. Like you can keep counting social media. Our brains are fried. I, who had the who had the two hole argument? Who had the one? I was one hole, McCall was two. two. That's how I would try. That's how I'd picture it. <laughs> one and two holes. No, I would. I would, I would picture that McCall would take that stance. It was, and, and and it can be. I think. I think that you've kind of stumbled yep. into something that maybe people don't recognize because I think McCall and I were talking about this the other day. There's uh, two lines of people for the most part when it comes to radio. There's people who think they're great because they think they're hilarious or think they have a great voice. And there's people who are either terrified or don't think they'd be great at radio. And in my experience, usually the people who don't think they'd be great at radio are the ones that are good at it. Because the ones that are great think it's really easy, like, oh, I just play songs and I talk. And I don't think you realize, like you mentioned, the energy thing. you gotta, you got to have energy. you got to bring energy. Some, so yeah. when topics like that really start to run away, 
you got to learn how to control the energy because it'll suck it out of you real quick and you're just done. <laughs> Some days, you know, everyone has days where they don't feel even like, you know, where it's just a down day. But if you're not having fun, if you're, I, and I've, I've seen this on the sports show too, if you're not interested in what you're talking about, they're going to switch the dial, no yeah. one, you know, because yeah. they're, they're, they're going to pick up on that. Yes, so it is a lot more, <laughs> it's a lot more difficult than you think. And, I I learn that every time I hop on air and something new. <laughs> I I'm not an argumentative person, and when someone doesn't like my takes, th- this is something that I struggle with on my sports show. And someone doesn't like something I say, or someone disagrees with me, and a caller calls in and says, yeah. "No, you're stupid. Exum shouldn't be on this team because you know." And and I'm just like, "Oh well, I, I don't want to argue. And, you know, I I don't want to tell you you're wrong. You got to stick to your convictions. Man, I know. Especially in sports. I know. Yeah, that sounds great." <laughs> Yeah, you know, yeah. I'll just, I'll just change my opinion depending on what the caller says. You know, I spent the last half hour saying the opposite, but now that you bring up that point, yeah, you know what, you're right. I think you could still have your opinion though. Just keep yeah, no, you can. I just, I'm just not a very, uh, I don't know, argumentative person. So really, the debate date all this week was McCall and I trying to sway Mitch onto our side. Well, I don't know. Oh, I knew where I you was. You did pretty well during the taco one. You said you held firm. Well, that's yes. just I, I, what drove me nuts there. And McCall's still going to disagree, but I feel like I feel like you and I stumped McCall's logic a few times, and then she would just change her definition oh, she of does a burrito. That. That's because at, at, at first it was uh, at first it was she said a burrito is a burrito because it's folded, and then it turned into yeah, it's, I'm hearing that, and then it turned into. No, it's because it's a corn tortilla instead of a flour tortilla. And I felt like we stumped her logic a few times, and then she would change what her argument was all about. Like she changed the, her definition of burrito yeah. three times, and she each did. definition she was, oh, we can have ketchup on it because it's folded. I mean, we can have ketchup on it because it's a flour tortilla. And that drove me nuts, and I, I was staring at her like, <laughs> how are you changing the definition of a burrito and using that definition to justify <laughs> this is why ketchup can be on it. That so that that did wear me out. That uh, happens occasionally. In fact, yes. so so you, Mitch has uh, he has other responsibilities. <laughs> so he went on the show today. So the debate today today was uh, if your significant other really loves something, should you try it? Because the whole the whole taco thing actually got started because my girlfriend once puts ketchup on it and I don't do it. She's been <laughs> telling me ever since I need to do it, and so I told McCall I'm not going to do it. I was like, if I wanted ketchup on ground beef, I'd have a burger. It's basically the same thing. She goes, oh, if it's basically the same thing, then how come you can't put ketchup on it? If, if a burger and the tortilla or the taco you had the same I said, you can't tell me that. You said a taco and a burrito were basically the same thing, but you would only put ketchup on well, one. Well, taco meat Her is not the same as a burger. Whatever, and then the tacos, you move on. I don't know. I guess I'm indifferent Taco on meats this are one. seasoned. See, like tacos <laughs> and burritos are pretty much like the same to me they for some are. reason. Well, I guess homemade tacos is what I'm saying. Oh, no. And I, she do, put ketchup. On McCall's I side. do put ketchup on McCall's I do put ketchup on both. Uh, but, talking about ketchup. But <laughs> if I go to like a Mexican restaurant and order a taco or a burrito, I don't put ketchup on it at Who all. Who dares even ask the waiter for that? Oh my gosh, let's make if if I think that's an iPod auto punishment. I think I'm gonna make McCall do that. <laughs> you have to ask waiters at Mexican restaurants for ketchup and like see what the, the reaction authentic is. Authentic. Yeah, Mexican. Oh yeah, like that. Those that little see, taco truck. Or see, something. if you talk if you talk about authentic, then I don't think that ketchup should belong on it. But like the homemade ones, I just they're just I don't yeah. know. To me, that well, that's at least my at least you have a clearly defined <laughs> yeah, version. I disagree with with 
with the, the how the you eat Mexican using. food, but um, <laughs> but I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you do whatever you want. <laughs> uh, you do. So you. I used to. <laughs> I'll do me. I do me. Um, I I used to run a grilled cheese truck. My college buddies and I. We started a grilled cheese truck. We sold people grilled cheese. It was great. We had this girl come through, and she's like, "Do you have fry sauce?" I'm like, mm, "We don't even have fries." She goes. <laughs> No, I, I like to dip my grilled cheese in fry sauce. And I looked at her like, are you serious? Well, here's some mayo, here's some ketchup, but don't eat that around the rest of our customers. You're <laughs> going to gross them out. Yeah, there are people who kind of, the, the argument was so out of control, it spiraled. There are people talking about grilled cheese and ketchup, which I don't think is good, but I also don't really think I have the basis to make an argument because I like grilled cheese and tomato soup. Oh, that that's normal. <laughs> but ketchup is it? Well, no. No, yeah, tomato soup does not taste like ketchup. It's true. It's so just, when we passed out our grilled cheese sandwiches, it would always come with a little dipping cup that was full of tomato soup because that's how you I think it's well, delicious. Yeah. I don't think yeah. ketchup is the same thing, but that's what the argument was again today. Ketchup is non-spicy salsa. And I'm like, no. No, ketchup has sugar in it. See again, we we've, we've tried this argument. This debate at eight was Wednesday, and now it's we're still. Oh, it was Wednesday. We we're still on. Can it. we move on? I'm done. Oh, it's the most intense debate at eight ever. Now, uh, really, thanks, thanks for being on, Mitch. We look forward to having you on again. It has been some of the most fun radio I've ever done. Yeah, uh, you guys are just throwing the compliments on. I appreciate that. Well, it's true. It's, I, I it, need a confidence yeah. boost. It produces <laughs> it's very true. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you. He's guys. hard to please. But no, th- it's been some of the most fun radio I've done, and we look forward to having you on the show again. And, and thanks, and I know you missed the show this morning because you had other responsibilities, so thanks for doing the podcast with us. And if McCall didn't have some kind of chicken emergency, <laughs> chicken. she'd My be My chickens are out! And she'd say the same things. <laughs> I would, did, did, so she calls dogs different things. Does she calls her chickens anything other than chickens? Uh, her main, Veronica? her favorite chicken is La Fonda. Oh, uh, La Fonda. My right. dad, my dad had six chicks. So my mom has five sisters. So there's six girls in her family. Uh-huh. My dad bought six hens, and he named each one of them after my mom and one of her sisters. That is weird. And my mom was offended by that, and so she <laughs> wanted to get a rooster and name it David Beckham. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and that never that part never happened. But she didn't like that the chickens were named after her. That's that funny. That is- <laughs> but yeah, thank you guys. Do appreciate no, it. Thank you. So this has been AJ and McCall, sort of, with producer Butters. Drop the mic on Mitch. Bum, ba, da, bum.